word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are the first one unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. Bronoun. Words used by bros to replace standard noun forms, such as bro, dude, man, guy, and occasionally cuz. So you got to watch out with that one where you're from. I like it when I can code switch with people and I, you, my inner bro comes out and I'm like able to do that it's, with people. It's, it's kind of nice sometimes. It's refreshing. This, I mean, bro noun is obviously pretty funny, but <laughs> I'm just saying in, in the age that we're in where you have to be gender neutral and very specific, these work. I'm just saying bro, dude, cuz. Another one that I go with that's always uh, never, never going to get me in trouble is fool. Because we're all fools. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you identify as. It's always a fool or that fool over there or, you know, what's, you know, how's it going fool? Like, it's just, it's a very, it's, it's always gender neutral. You can't get mad at me for using that. And I get around your identity politics. So. I, I don't know why I use bro so much. That's, that's always my go-to with people. Bruh, I, I, bro maybe, for maybe it's, guy, the, maybe it's like the girls. work culture that I'm in. Yeah. Bruh. Bro. Bro. I never so. like boss or boss, man. Those are yeah, those two. Are, that, yeah. I, those are always irritating. And me. if you go brother, then I start to, you know, then all of a sudden the deliverance banjo comes out a little bit. Just, What's yeah, up, right? brother? What's up, brother? How's it going, brother? And I'm just like, don't, you, we don't have to say it like that, all right? Chill out, Hulk mine, Hogan. Yeah, I was like, about to say, mine always goes, oh, what a brother. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's just, there's a whole, like, aesthetic of just guys that use that term, you know, and then it leads to brotherhood, and it's just like, mm, you know, all of a sudden, then it's just the hood, and, you know, it. It, it really snowballs from there. So, all right, bronoun is uh, the unofficial brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. The other word of the day, viridity, V-I-R-I-D-I-T-Y, viridity, youth, innocence, inexperience. Okay. So. Oh. I've there was heard the word. I didn't know the definition. Definition. There was a lot of viridity out there on the uh, on the NFL field today. We'll get to that sooner or later. But uh, for now, you ready? Let's get it full. Let's get it on. I wait for you, California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Things to do before I die. Oh yeah. I wait for you. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Things to do before I die. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't wanna rest. Shorty wanna kids, tell her early on, I just wanna hit, rubber being wrist, snap me like a pig, one way I'm a model, catalog of sits, see me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, man, had to move away to get me closer to the ocean, seashell, had to get it myself, at the house since a young and I've been paying my bills, for the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through, round up motherfuckers I can wait through, too much money to be making it wide, Work for myself like all you niggas sign it. Okay. Look, you probably can Google me, eh. Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my bay. And 
Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined by my friend and co-host, in that order, Mateo Pulverari. What it do? <laughs> you want to try that one more time? Hello? Should I just, should I say what it do? I I just wasn't sure what it. I, it sounded like it was about to be like what it what is what it does what it doing. I didn't know how to introduce it, myself. <laughs> Every week I I have nothing that's like consistent. You have like your whole like that spiel. Yeah, you've got yeah. your yeah you've got it down. I I'm always just that sitting spiel, here. I was like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna say. That spiel actually took a, a minute to to come up with. I'm not sure if um I'd have to go back and listen to older episodes like when exactly I got it down. There's always been the and welcome to the cohort sports report, mm-hmm. but the other stuff is kind of whittled its way in there and now it's just yeah it's a nice little like radio professional somebody that works in retail <laughs> i'm bringing you along right to infinity and beyond i'm here all right so uh since we last convened uh last sunday how have you been i've been good I had a all good, right I had well a we'll good close weekend. that door on yeah. that then that's good that you've been good yeah. and you know that's happy to hear and that's it all right <laughs> you shut it down i uh i i stopped by i stopped by the store on friday were you there i was I'm you. glad I didn't see you now. Why? Well, you just shut me down. That's why messed would, up, why, man. Why would, I would, I, why would I be stoked? We would have explained. We would I, have, I, we would, I had a good weekend, and you had no interest in hearing or being empathetic towards it. <laughs> we would have exchanged pleasantries then. Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I got a burrito. That's, you did? I was looking around. I was kind of. I, I did keep an eye out. I was just like, oh, I want to sit by the there. Over there. Yeah. What, you, what type of burrito you get? The super burrito. Mm, there you go. No, but for real, how was your week? It was good. It was yeah? Good. Yeah. No, I'm not, no, I don't. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. No, we passed. We passed that point. <laughs> we passed that point. How was, how was your weekend? It's all right. Uh, why, why was it all right? Yeah, you know, it's. I did a lot of sleeping actually. So, and and I mean, that's like you know, you're looking at me like, oh wow, such a tough life. Like you know, yeah. I mean, it is very it is, difficult. It is when you can't stay awake and you're just sleeping away your weekend. But whatever. All right. So uh, let's get things started with the alpha, beta, zeta. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. But uh, when Baker Mayfield called out Rex Ryan and said, if you're not wearing orange and brown, you don't matter. So what did Rex Ryan wear today on Sunday NFL Countdown? An orange tie and a brown suit coat. I'm kind of excited to see where this goes the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Especially with Baker being on primetime next week. I mean, they're going to cross paths. Oh, it's so awesome. So alpha of Rex Ryan to just troll him on Sunday, just showing up there. And well, you it, see Rex Ryan just ding. I mean, once again, it's Rex Ryan's career. He tried the troll, and he ended up losing. Yeah. Well, actually, I think he actually – well, that's no, true because he, they did win today. So. Yep. He's yeah. always on the end of it. He tries. He, sucks. It's like the foot jokes. He but tried the foot jokes, uh, and I thought they were hilarious. And then what happens? He gets trounced. I, I would say we would tell Rex Ryan to put a foot in his mouth, <laughs> but he'd enjoy it. So we can watch that. <laughs> All right, next up the <laughs> the beta. Uh, it's this it's this story every year that comes around every year during Halloween, and I used to get weirded out by it when I was like maybe in middle school, and then I got into high school, and I realized no person on earth is actually doing this. It's the story every year where it's you know uh, city officials and city leaders come out and say, hey, be careful of people putting out you know marijuana laced candy for your kids this year. And, it, and, you know, honestly, you got a better chance of coming up on some candy with a razor blade in it than you do somebody throwing a gummy out there for your children. No one, and I repeat, no one, is wasting their very good, very good medical-grade uh, edibles on your children, okay? Instead, they're going to pop those, and they're going to completely forget that your little fuckers are coming to knock on the door for trick-or-treat, okay? So that's why we just leave the bowls out in front for everybody, and, and you run the honesty policy. But this story every year about the edibles getting left out for kids. I just I can't buy it. 
I can't either, but we live in the fake news you know, era. So there's a lot of people that are going to be more than happy to latch on and say, this is happening. I don't care what mainstream media is saying. This is something that's happening. But you're right. From a cost standpoint, nobody's going to throw out their perfectly good Probably delivered marijuana, right? Right. Yeah. For how much Your how much Swedish marijuana costs is not going to be affected. Not, Don't worry. Not that yeah. I've taken advantage of this era and had marijuana <laughs> delivered delivery, to me. Yeah. I have friends that have. I've heard and, of this, right? Yeah. yeah. I've, so heard, of this I've heard of this. So for it, I will pass a drug test. I'm one of the rare people that will pass a drug test in this town. But I, I, but yeah, just, yeah, fifty, sixty bucks to put into edibles. That's so funny. Yeah, right. And just then, like, watch well, out, they're gonna give them to your kids. Yeah. Like, they're gonna get so high, they're just like, let me get little Jimmy really baked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no. Okay, and the whole idea of like bringing uh, brownies in for the class, like too. I, I think that's long, long past too. Like if you're in your right mind and you make edibles, you hold on to them for yourself. Have we lost the trust and faith in our community that we could just go around getting each other high all willy nilly right. on accident? Uh, air quotes <laughs> accident. Yeah. All right. So I just I, I saw have more that faith story. in our community. I saw that story and I was just like, this is bogus. Every year, every year, there's always a story about this. And I think to myself, no, you are literally better biting into a razor blade, you know, than you are finding a, a, a gummy or or just some form of an edible that your kid would get hella high on. Like, it's, no. Nice so try. we've gone from razor blade to marijuana. So I guess we've become a less violent culture, at least. For our fake stories. Bring back the razor blades. <laughs> I'm tired of these stories. I'll take the razor blade story. All right. Next up, uh, Zeta, I have the weather. Okay, so I don't know where you guys might be. Oh, I, I have a general idea of where you guys are, listener-wise, because, you know, pay for that. But We're soft. No, I'm just saying, the weather-wise, it was, it was like 90 degrees last week, and all of a sudden, it, we just get this cooling trend to where you wake up, and it barely hit, I think, 67 today. And I know there's other people like, oh, well, it sounds like a wonderful day. It's like, no, not when it just dropped off 30 degrees in two days. I hear like the Midwest and like the East Coast right now, like having the smallest violin playing for us. Probably. But I'm just saying, as a, it a is North, tough. Northern California man, this is tough. All right. Tough. Fuck you guys. These streets don't play around here. All right. That's all of you are going to be like, well, you don't have to dig your car out of snow. I didn't choose that life. Yeah, no. Like, I, I'm paying taxes. I'm paying like half my yeah. paycheck, so I don't have to deal with humidity and I am defrosting living, my car. I am living a very broke lifestyle in the fact that I get to enjoy nice weather. All right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. In fact, so much that I might be out there in it permanently if house prices is getting any higher. So, you know. And I have to spend 10 minutes of my life defrosting a car in the morning. In the morning. Uh, like, that's that, bullshit. When they get that thin layer of frost, right. it comes. Yeah, that's yeah, the dude. worst. Yeah, it's awful. Right. I have to sit there and have my heater on, and it's like get 70. Out. Like, what? what type of awful, awful Wasting. society you is gotta this? you got to waste gas, though, mm-hmm. defrosting the windows. I, For real, though, in January, when it does get to around 30 degrees out here, I just think to myself, I'm like, I didn't sign up for this shit. Like, this is California. What the hell? Like, I've got so many friends that have moved to the east, and they're, like, describing their day and how difficult it is. I could not imagine. I'm so lazy that I'd wake up, shovel you know, create a path and make sure your car that you actually properly put like a towel. Yeah, over, like, I definitely, right. I feel like I would All work the best. Prep. I'm, I definitely work best in California and probably like a Hawaii, uh, I'm a Miami and a Hawaii climate. I've already mm-hmm. experienced, or experienced the Hawaii climate thing, but I'm just saying like, even in Texas, there's parts of Texas where they still get snow and it's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not signing up for that. No. Not part of my lifestyle. No. <laughs> not part of my lifestyle, brah. No, thank you. Although I say that right now and yet if somebody offered me enough money to go out there, I would would totally do it because I'm a whore like that. But I'm just saying for right now, I can say, no, I have standards. Until that number gets big enough, then I do not. So that's how that works. Good life quote, good show quote. <laughs> it's a good mantra, right. just life mantra. Yeah. It's always, it'll always be a no until that number gets high enough. And then, and then, and then we'll reconsider. 
All right, so the Alpha Beta Zeta, Rex Ryan, the Halloween edible story that just never goes away, and then this this recent weather, so just weird. All right, let's move along. It was week four in the NFL season. It's all but over, so it's time to recap it the only way we know how with some uh, hashtag hysteria. No, God! No, God, please, no! No! Yes! No! Yes! No! Yes! Hashtag hysteria. Oh, shit is right. And I just want to say, first up, hashtag hands up. Hands up if your team did not lose today on this football Sunday. <laughs> yep, cashed it in. Pittsburgh Steelers did not lose on this Sunday last time I checked. Must and, have felt nice. And the Niners did not lose last time I checked. I just want to take a look at this. Uh, hashtag buys. Who had bye weeks this week? NFL bye weeks. It was nice. It was nice to be able to cozy up and watch all the games and not have to stress out about anything. 2019. Keep an eye on my crappy fantasy teams. So what is this? Week four, the first bye week of the year. Oh, just the Jets and the Niners. Okay. Oh, well, man. That sucks we missed out on the Jets for a week. Out of those two teams, the Jets would have definitely been in contention for teams that could lose their bye week. Uh, we're taking a look at next week. Week five is the Dolphins and Lions, and that's a coin flip as to who could lose their bye week there. You get to a lot of a week 10. Wow, there's a lot of bye weeks in week 10. That's wild. Good Lord. All right. Well, hey, you guys got your bye week out of the way early. What do you think about that? It's awful. Yeah. I'd rather have it later. And then you got the tough season going on. But, hey, I let you guys. You guys got to celebrate last week because you beat a name brand team. So that was big. That was very <laughs> big. That was very big for you guys. Very big for the organization. And now you get to rest up and be ready for the long haul for the rest of the season. All right. Moving along. The name brand team. Hashtag fly Eagles fly because we're going back to Thursday night. This game, I had no idea. Right. So, like, I'm a fantasy consultant. No, no big deal for like a couple people at work because they just come and turn to me and they're just like, hey, I need help with my fantasy team. And for God knows what reason they feel like I'm the one that should be helping them. So I, I try. And uh, I left Jordan Howard on the bench. So on my team and their teams. So hand up. That was my mistake. And I really thought who was the. Uh, Williams, the running back mm-hmm. for Jamal Williams for Green Bay. I thought he was going to do more. He did not. That hurt. So I made the mistake of starting him over Jordan Howard, and I take that boo-boo right on the chin. That I, was awful. I don't know how you could have projected three touchdowns out of Howard, though. Real, though. I mean, that was nuts. Uh, I mean, uh, back to Williams, I mean, the, the injury. It was more the injuries that slowed – or I don't want to say slow, but, geez, that they were both terrible injuries. A uh, bigger, st- bigger overrated stat line here, 34, 53, 422 yards, two touchdowns, one interception for Aaron Rodgers, or 16 to 27, 160 yards, three touchdowns for Carson Wentz. I don't think either were overrated. I thought, no. it, was a, I thought it was a great game. Yeah? Okay. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I mean Eagles' secondary is bad. Rodgers took advantage of it, and mm-hmm. Wentz kept him in there against a defense that's been consistently good. Yeah. I'm not going to bash front, it's, it the front, it's the D-line of the Eagles that's just so nice. Mm-hmm. And then as you get progressively further back on that defense, it just gets weaker and weaker and yeah, weaker. Yeah, all you kept hearing, because I believe they had two cornerbacks out, and you, you go on Eagles Twitter, and it's, we got to trade for Ramsey, we got to trade for Ramsey, we got to trade for Ramsey. But I they, I mean, they, they did a great job, and they held their part. All right, well, moving on to the next game, I have here hashtag <coughs> Danny Dope. Because uh, the Giants won 24-3 to over the Washington R-Words. But uh, Daniel Jones, 23-31, of 225 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Again, they came away with the win because you were playing, you went up against a quarterback like a 
Case Keenum and Dwayne Haskins. Case Keenum, 6 of 11, 37 yards and a pick. He gets benched. They throw out Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins, 9 of 17, 107 yards and three picks. It's over for Washington. Hashtag it? dysfunctional. It's over, right? So Keenum's in a boot for the start of the week. I don't know how he's playing. And they've come out and openly said before the season and during the season that Haskins isn't ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, dysfunctional. Yeah, I don't get it. It's over. It's Just stick a fork in them. They're done. There's so no hope. Whose future would you rather have, the Dolphins or the Skins? Oh, the Dolphins for sure. The Dolphins have a ton of picks. Yeah, and at least they're smart. And there's a co- there's a competent owner there. I mean, well, at least the competent in the sense that he he will like not pressure the franchise into making. You know, I feel like there's only one decision that he's pretty adamant about, and that's do not sign Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, if you look at the Washington franchise and just how Dan Snyder's pretty much just lit that thing on fire ever since he's owned it. So it's a. Uh, it's unfortunate, but you know I would definitely take the Dolphins' uh, future over the over the Washington future for sure. All right, moving along here. So uh, hashtag look back because did you see in this Kansas City Chiefs and Detroit Lions game with Patrick Mahomes scrambling and he thought that there was a penalty, so he looked back at the referee while he was scrambling, stared him down for half a second, turned, looked upfield, and scrambled for about 15 yards. No, I didn't see that. Wild. It was absolutely wild. So I don't know if he was looking back just to see if there was a penalty that was to see if it was going to get called or if it wasn't. But uh, yeah, this game was crazy. There was the hook and ladder that we're just seeing right now between he's, Travis Kelsey. He's living up to being the Steph Curry of uh, NFL with uh, looking back at the ref during a play. Yeah. It, no. I mean, I'm serious. The guy is amazing. It's absolutely wild. And credit, but credit also the Lions for hanging in there, mm-hmm. right? Like Matt Stafford didn't have a bad game. Twenty-one to thirty-four, two hundred ninety-one yards and three touchdowns. But and you they got, were saying he was really hurt. Like, Mahomes, he almost didn't play. Mahomes, 24-42, 315 yards, and that's it, right? Like, these guys got it done on the ground. Like, uh, McCoy had a uh, touchdown. Darrell Williams had two tutties. Like, and, you know, it's just – it's kind of funny how this worked out. Oh, Kenny Galladay, two touchdowns. Okay. Galladay's blowing up. He's a star. Yeah. Hashtag back-to-back. Mm. Can, can we already project? Is Mahomes the guy right now for MVP? I don't know. 4-0 not... squad. He's probably the passing yards leader. I mean, who's really going to knock them off during it's the season? It's a regular an, season award. It's early for MVP, bro. Like we're just no, it's never too early. We always do the MVP thing early. Oh my goodness! I mean, I would have, I would have thrown. Else is out there, Brady? I would have thrown Tom Brady up there. But, oh yeah. but we'll get to that in a second. Brady's Popovich, though. It's like Popovich for a coach. Game. He, everybody respects Brady. He needs to have some crazy year for him to get in the MVP. Everybody already respects him. <laughs> respects him enough. All right, moving on. Hashtag tighten up. Tighten up. Tennessee Titans, 2-2 two and two now after a 24-10 win over the Atlanta Falcons. I also would like to take this time to personally address the uh, I told you so nature of that is the Atlanta Falcons because I said last week that we already, well, everybody should know that the Atlanta Falcons are this team that we can look at and just say, don't know what you are. Don't know what you are. Got to stay away from them when you're betting. Do not bet on the Atlanta Falcons. You just sit back and watch that thing kind of unravel as it goes along because the minute you get involved with the Atlanta Falcons, that is the minute they will come back to screw you. I did not bet on the Atlanta Falcons, but this is an Atlanta Falcons. Keep in mind, this is Marcus Mariota, who is always questionable to return in the third quarter, right? Marcus Mariota, 18-27, to 27, 227 yards, three touchdowns. Marcus Mariota had the game of his career today. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Um, he he went mean, out and had a day. Well, I mean, it was great for him. I mean, that's bouncing back after having one of the worst games of his career. And he, what, do he take nine sacks on that Thursday night game? I think so. Yeah, and for them to go in there and completely from start to finish dominate Atlanta in Atlanta. Matt Ryan, 35 of 53, 397 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, this guy, like, what 
what do we make of Matt Ryan, Mateo? What do we do? What do we do with Matt Ryan? They need a new coach, and they need better play callers. He was all right with Shanahan. He was great with Shanahan. You put, I mean, you go look at the numbers with Shanahan. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, aside I mean, from the whole collapsing in the Super Bowl thing, like they pretty much had it all put together. And I, I mean, I would, I would imagine 28 teams would take that. <laughs> um, yeah, 100. percent So, you know, it's just at this point they're at a crossroad, and Dan Quinn was probably they probably stuck with them one year too long, and. I mean, that's just the style of a land and their ownership. I mean, Quinn took him to a Super Bowl or helped them get to a Super Bowl along with Shanahan. He built that goodwill. They had to give him one more year, but it's looking like the wheels are falling off. He's just going to keep on performing just good enough to keep on getting those one- and two-year extensions. It's almost like a Marvin Lewis-type deal with that in Cincinnati. Uh, I think they're more ruthless, ruthless than Cincinnati. They're going to get rid of him. Hopefully. Well, you know, you just uh, I don't say that for a man to lose his job, but I'm saying no. for the sake of your franchise, hopefully you have enough of a backbone to, like, cut ties and get it on. So LeFleur is gone, but his play calling is not because Derrick Henry getting 27 carries for exactly 100 yards, falling forward for 3.7 yards at a time. Mariota had himself three rushes, and Deion Lewis had four touches himself. Uh, are they going to overuse Derrick Henry? Like, do we? No, I think he's built for it. What's Tennessee's record? Are they two and two? They're two and two right now. Jesus. So they so they have the big blowout win against Cleveland, mm-hmm. and then they went into Atlanta. Weird team. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. This weird is, team. Yeah, these are two weird teams. There's. There was a matchup here, and I'm trying to remember as I go along. That was uh, on another podcast. It made me laugh. They mentioned how, I think it was PMT, who was saying this is a matchup between whoever wins this game is going to be the team that plays that first wild card game on Saturday mm-hmm. in the playoffs and loses. So that's how we're going to know. And I think it was the Titans and Falcons. So the Titans are probably making the playoffs this year, but they're going to be a first-round exit. Yeah, they're going to be that 10 a.m. Saturday game that we're like, <sighs> On ESPN. Yeah, it'll be ti- – you know what it will be? You know, no, no, no. It'll be Titans-Texans somehow, a, a divisional matchup that we just really don't care about because the Texans own that time slot. That is – that is Texans football. That is Texans postseason football right there. Saturday morning, ESPN. I'm kind of yeah. I guess that's the equivalent. I, I was gonna say I'm kind of bummed there isn't like for the pl- NBA playoffs. There's like the te- the game that ends up on NBA TV is the like really bad playoff oh, yeah, game, right? That, yeah, that'll be like your your series that ends mm-hmm. up like the two versus seven series that kind of got out of hand, or like you know a three six that just we don't care about because it's you know some obscure <laughs> obscure market versus a semi-decent market yeah. right and then you see in this corner of the screen that that you're like oh my god that playoff series is happening and it's on nba tv yeah yeah and then and it's then, usually atlanta and then that team oh yeah sure. well if they make it mm-hmm. all right moving along how about this uh hashtag i don't even know uh, honestly hashtag wow i know that sounds lazy but i didn't see this coming so hashtag wow the cleveland browns 40 25, 40 to 25 victory over the Baltimore Ravens. Hashtag paper champions. I just want to let you guys know that if the Pittsburgh Steelers win tomorrow against the the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, they are only one mm-hmm. game out of first place in the AFC North. For as awful as awful as this year has started out, win tomorrow and we are only one game back of the AFC of the lead in the AFC North. I mean, Baltimore and Cleveland are sitting atop right there. And nobody's going to own the tiebreaker on us when that comes down to I mean, the, the, they play the Ravens the week after this, so there, there will be a, a tiebreaker eventually. But that's all. That's just big news. That's what I took away from this game is I actually was low-key cheering for the Browns because I wanted, you know, this, this sets the Steelers up really nice. But Baker Mayfield, 20-30, 342 yards, a touchdown interception. Lamar Jackson, 24-34, 247 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He only ran the ball nine times, so I think we're seeing a lot more of Lamar as a passer this year, which mm-hmm. is nice because that's what I wanted to see. I wasn't sure that the rushing thing was going to be able to hold up, Mateo. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Just you yeah, agree? Yeah. Consensus? Okay, nice. You didn't watch this game. 
I saw bits and pieces. I was okay. blown away. I mean, when when the Browns are, when you see it by the end of it that they rolled up 500 yards in yeah. total offense on the Ravens, and I believe uh, the stat I thought I saw was that they went back to back weeks. Uh, the Ravens defense giving up 500 yards in total offense, or well, at least 400. Last week. Oh God, I'm. Oh, they played the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So well, understandable. Yeah. yeah, it is understandable. But I mean, for everything for what they've put into that defense, and and that's kind of what their calling has been. It, it's got to be eye opening. They said after the game that Earl Thomas got into it with Brandon Williams because Brandon Williams wasn't active for the game. Mm. So there's some tension there too. I mean, they're not handling a losing streak that well right now. Well, you know, it's uh, they started out two and zero because they beat they beat the piss out of the Dolphins, and I forget who they played in week two that they got away with one. I think they played. Uh, was it the Broncos? Was that who they played? Mm. Why do I feel like the Ravens? They played. No, they played the Cardinals. So mm-hmm. they played. They played the Dolphins and the Cardinals, and then they lost to the Chiefs. They're losing the Browns, and then they play. They play Pittsburgh. Like I said, next week. Uh, so we'll see. This is a. We're gonna see. We're gonna find out what this Ravens team is actually. I was looking at the rest of their schedule right there. Ooh, and, some, a, and some credit to the. This program. is tough sledding here for the Ravens. Listen to this. So they go: Steelers, Bengals, Seahawks, Patriots, Bengals, Texans, Rams, Niners, Bills, and then they get. They go Jets, Browns, Steelers. Wow. The easiest game you have left in that entire stretch is the Jets. And even then, maybe Darnold to be back from his little kissy-kissy injury. Uh, so I mean, they better take biz- I mean, care of business the next two weeks. Wow. That's for sure. Yeah, you need to win those two divisional mm-hmm. games and get a leg up on the competition because it is tough sledding for the Baltimore Ravens ahead. And then you look at the Browns, too. The Browns don't even have that easy of a schedule. They have the, uh, the Niners on next Monday night. I don't know who I'll be cheering for in that game. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. You have to root for the Niners. I don't know. How I are, don't know. How are you? Not, how, next, how can you sit there and claim to be a Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> fan and root? It's I, like the stupid Raider fan I logic. I can't cheer it's for like, a tie. I can't cheer for a tie like, on Monday night. This is such moronic logic. <laughs> I, I, this is like I've heard this from stupid Raider fans when they tell me that they're happy that the Niners lose <laughs> to Denver. I was like that. If that that ruins your divisional chance. Yeah. <laughs> like I, uh, it's, it's it's mind-boggling. Uh, I'll be cheering for a tie. So you got that's because you you're stupid. That's a and then I hope it costs you a play. I, well, you won't even be in playoff contention, so I don't. You don't even have to worry about it. I hope it costs you a draft pick. <laughs> the Browns, the, part the Browns, that gets me fired up. the Niners, Seahawks, Patriots, Broncos, Bills, Steelers. What a tough six-game stretch right there. They get the Dolphins with a little break there, and then they go Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals. So the Browns' schedule not nearly as difficult as the Ravens' schedule. So the Browns definitely needed this game. This was clutch for the Browns today. So, and some credit to the Browns. They took on so much heat, and they've handled it well. First-year head coach. Are we really going to say they've handled it well? They've handled, For them to go into Baltimore and put up 500 yards, okay. a divisional opponent? So 2-2 two and two is successful for this team, the team that's supposed to be competing for a Super Bowl. The, by what standard, though? They're not even the, a Vegas every, favorite. Everybody, everybody else. The, every, no, because everybody hype, else, the hype they, they were hyped as a playoff team, and then the Super Bowl team, everybody jumps down their throat for that. I mean, you're the one that was screaming paper champion. I've heard paper champion a million times with them. Yeah, I know they and are. They're not, paper, they're not paper champions because they're loaded with first-round picks. This isn't a team that's built with free agents. Well, This is know, a team that's built correctly. I'm just saying it's paper champs because you look at all the names on the paper and it you is, say, hey, it, this should it's work. It's because it should work because it's draft picks. It's not free agent i would get it if they were like the eagles the eagles team that was built a couple of years ago mm-hmm. they have legit talent denzel ward is a legit shutdown corner it's I just, proven what individual I, what talent. i what i enjoy is the cleveland beat writers who have been covering this team for years for 20 years watching this team perpetually lose turn around on the flip of a, a flip of a hat and say or a flip of a coin and say Hey, this team is now going to win the division. They're going to win 12 games when they and, haven't and been see, able to this win. Is, and this is what I this is what I watch when I see Steelers. When I see your Steelers, you that area is all protective of their of their teams. 
no matter what. They're treated like college teams. Who? Huh? Those type of, like, Cleveland, the Midwest teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really are. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I get, like, your side of the anger because you're a Pittsburgh fan. Well, I'm not arguing. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, that's. I just look at it and I'm just saying, hey, you know, like, try winning the division first before we say, but hey, they're, we're going to win the for, Super Bowl. For everything that we thought they were and for them to have be as bad as they were at, at the opening night and how bad they were against the Rams. I'd expect I mean, for a the fourth and I'd want a 4 0 team right now. They're in first place and that's what matters. Yeah, tied for first, but okay, I got you. No, they're in first. They're, they're, I mean, they have they the, they, they have the they, Tiebreakers. They They're in own, first. Okay, de facto, four weeks in, they own the tiebreaker. But okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, you're, I like the way you always try to find the way to uh, just slide them. They're in first. No. That's what matters. That's what matters. Just like how you're using your logic that you're one game behind when you're running a backup quarterback whoa, that needed two whoa, whoa, whoa. throws. Nope, that's just that's just <laughs> facts. That's just simple facts. Facts of the matter. It only had two really good throws last week. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next game. <laughs> Hashtag. I just, I, and this is another one where nobody saw this coming. The rate, you tell me what no, the hashtag is supposed to be. The Raiders 31, the Indianapolis Colts 24. Like, I, this game would pop up on the red zone and I would just blank face stare. Just what, the, <laughs> what is happening? Hashtag who is the, who Derek is the, who's Car- that team? The, listen to this Derek Carr stat line. This is so pathetic. 21 to 31, 189 yards for two touchdowns. Look at Jacoby Brissett, 24 of 46, 265, three touchdowns and an interception, and they still lose. I don't understand that. But, I mean, hey, I won't slight Raider fans because they'll get upset. They'll get really, really pissy with me. But <laughs> congrats on your win. This is another team, 2-2. Two and two. What the hell do we make of the Raiders? I just, I they beat the Colts know. and they beat the Broncos. I feel like they have enough talent on defense to get by, but on offense, Gruden doesn't seem like that great of a play caller. This, yeah, if you're, this has got to be the worst right now if you're a Raider fan because you are going to struggle so hard in this seesaw battle for a team that's going to go 7-9. and nine. I kept going back. I mean, I kept going back because cousin John, we were talking at work, and he was just he was so frustrated. He's like, I we don't have anything on talent on offense, yeah. and I was like, I keep going back and forth if Gruden's a good play caller still. For, I mean, for the money that they're paying him. So hashtag right. Raider Nation. There you go. I have, I don't have anything else on this game other than I was watching it the entire time in complete shock and awe when I saw the Raiders hop up to a fourteen to nothing lead early, and and then they you know I mean they took a twenty one to ten lead going into halftime. And uh, despite the Colts, their their surge in the fourth quarter, the Raiders still held on for for the victory. So, Man, again, Jacoby's first pick is a pick six in that game. No idea what what yeah. to do there, but hashtag Raider Nation. All right, next up in this hashtag, this is another one. Hashtag blank stare. Uh, the Patriots sixteen to ten. What the fuck, Tom? What the fuck? Eighteen to thirty nine, one hundred fifty yards and one interception. I heard I heard early in the week that Tom Brady had struggled statistically in Buffalo, but I didn't want to buy it because you know he's just been defying the odds of just absolutely everything. Um, and I really thought I had the set it and forget it formula for fantasy football up until about week nine when they I think they they faced the Ravens and I might have to revisit and maybe maybe pick up another quarterback. But this this was pathetic. What the hell? And somehow they still win, which is like the mm-hmm. most bothersome part about it's it. It's like hashtag missed opportunities. He had the worst game, and it's only because he was playing against Josh Allen, who at first, when I saw that hit, I didn't think it was illegal. I really didn't think that jo- that hit on Josh Allen was illegal. But then they slowed it down a bunch, and I was like, all right, that's pretty dirty. Mm-hmm. Just the way he kind of lowers his head there. But, I mean, 13 of 28, 153 yards and three picks. Get out of here. Matt Barkley not doing him any favors either. 9 of 16, 127 yards and another pick. So, no touchdown passes thrown in this game. Imagine... Imagine there'll be a game that we cover here in a second. So the difference, just the parity of the two. Imagine going to the game that we're going to cover with the amount of points that were scored. And now imagine going to a game. Just imagine going to a 16-10 to 10 football game and just being like, are you happy? Are you truly happy? 
I feel like I've seen a lot of those games during the Mike Nolan, Mike Singletary. I read. I just read the stat line of the two starting quarterbacks and the even the backup coming in, and there was a sixteen to ten game. There was no scoring in the fourth quarter whatsoever. Does that sound like a football game that you would want to go to? I'd rather see the the Bills Pats one because at least it's the Bills defense is the best defense in the league. The Pats is probably a top five defense. At least there's a good excuse. At least you're watching really good defense because Micah Hyde had an awesome pick on mm-hmm. Brady right in the end zone. Well, it, compared okay. to the next clunker that we're going to talk about, bringing the dude. All right, yeah, next time. All right, uh, ne- next <laughs> hashtag pause up. For the Carolina Panthers, uh, sixteen to ten victory over the Houston Texans. They're sitting at two and two. The Texans are now two and two. Now, complete opposite. This, I think, this would have been. A, this is an exciting game for Panthers fans. Like this is Kyle Allen, twenty-four to thirty-four, two hundred thirty-two yards, and then you just just absolutely pounded Christian McCaffrey the football and just said, "Hey, take us to victory here." They have a defensive touchdown too. I think so. No, no, they did not. They did not. I'm wrong. All right. And then the Texans, Deshaun Watson, 21-33, 160 yards, just not doing much. Well, what, what are your takeaways from this game, Mateo? Texans might be AFC Falcons. Just, Ooh, just the same thing wow. with the – Hot takes. It's more so – the co- it's coaching more so than anything. Wow, I'd, I like I'd, I'd be happy to have Deshaun Watson. I but really it's, like it's a coaching staff that when I went through and I was just searching up the game um, – they were just so fed up with Bill O'Brien, yeah. and he's a guy that probably has to go. I really, yeah, I thought, but the AFC Falcons, that's a good one. That's a nice way to identify them. All right, moving along here, we're going to pick up some steam. The uh, Chargers-Dolphins game, hashtag bolt up, because I really thought for a second there. In the first quarter, the mm-hmm. Dolphins had me fooled there for a second. I really thought I was going to be like, wow, the Chargers. Now, this is a game that I'm um, looking at this. Now, this is going to cost me when we go to cover Lattles Locks next week, or, uh, you know, on Wednesday. The Dolphins did not do it, and this is it. This is the last time I bet on the Dolphins. I was kind of hoping you'd put the Dolphins every week in the, when you're sending the picks. A hundred percent, I am done betting the Dolphins games because unless, well, actually, well, actually, no, I'm not. I, that's a lie because it's just so interesting, and it's like it's and it, it hurts, but at the same time, it's just total chance. It's like this team can't score more than I believe ten points. So that's really that. From now on, I'm just forever betting whoever plays the Dolphins because, yeah, they have yet to score more than ten points this season. They scored more in the preseason than they did in with their backups, going up against backups. All right, so, yeah, 10 points against the Ravens, zero against the Patriots, six against the Cowboys, and 10 against the Chargers. So we'll see what they do next week against the the R-Words. That'll be an interesting game to bet. That one, I take it back, 100%. That'll be in Lionel's locks. But, yeah, I'm not even, I don't even want to talk about that game. It's just it's a waste of a week for everybody that plays the Dolphins. It's a waste of the week for the Dolphins. It's a waste of the week for, for the players there that are breaking their bodies putting up terrible film, ruining their chance of getting another contract. It's all bad for the Dolphins. They're they're tanking. I don't, they're not even worth our time. I hope that a team, if they run into an injury, they free Josh Rosen. Because the bits and pieces I've seen of Rosen, he looks yeah, really I'm, good. I'm he looks like he's bo- dealing with a lot of drops I there. still believe in Josh Rosen. It's just now back-to-back years that he's mm-hmm. playing on franchises that have given up for the year, and it's really affecting him. He's going to be one of those guys that suffers with tape. You know, yeah. Luckily for a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick, you make it out into a place that's a little bit more promising. You know, So... All right, moving along, hashtag our matey, because the Bucks 55-40 to 40 win over the Los Angeles Rams. That was really stupid, huh? Well, let's but, talk like a pirate this so, week, right? Yeah, Jameis Winston, 28-41, 385 yards, four touchdowns and an interception. Where did that come from? Jared Goff, 45-68 of 68 for 517 yards, two touchdowns and three interceptions. Are you happy with your quarterback throwing the ball nearly 70 times in a game? 
70 times. I mean, maybe against that defense, but God, you're putting him a lot of Get risk. That boy some a ice. lot of this risk. This is the game that I was talking about comparatively with the with the two 16 to 10 games. Like, yes, I'd be <laughs> pumped if I saw this. There's a, a lull of a first quarter, seven to nothing, and then boom, but 21 17 in the second quarter scoring, a lull in the third quarter, and then boom, 24 20 in the fourth quarter for a 55 40 game. What made you go wow when you looked at it? Was it the Brown score or was it the Buck score? It was the Buck score, hundred percent. Because I didn't think I really didn't. Th- you know, it's like it's like in Juno when the dad finds out that she gets pregnant by the one kid. It's just like wow, I didn't think the Bucks had it in them. You know, hundred percent. I did not know. Jameis is that one kid. Yeah, pretty much. All right, moving along here. Express uh, hashtag Bird Gang because the Seahawks pooped all over the Arizona Cardinals who remained winless, uh, twenty-seven to ten. Russell Wilson, twenty-two to twenty-eight, two hundred forty yards and a touchdown. And then you had Kyler Murray, 22-32, 241 yards, and an interception. Mateo, what do you think of the Kyler Murray experience right now? Four weeks in. God, it just seems like yeah. – I, I like him as a player. I, I just don't like Cliff. Compared to where I thought I would be with Cliff, I thought I'd be really happy with it. And just watching the game, it looks like he's just put into too many pass-heavy situations. Everything's short, and his offensive line's fucking terrible. Old man Larry Fitzgerald still getting it done. Five catches for 47 yards. And uh, I just want to say this. Russell Wilson, throw DK Metcalf to fucking football. Oh, okay? man, DK one had a catch, drop. Yeah, one catch for six yards, and then the drop doesn't help either. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, throw the ball yeah. to the rook some more, all right? I was thinking about starting him this Six, week. Four. Jesus, utilize him. Jesus. All right. And then next, moving along, hashtag just ugly because the Bears uniforms, they wore throwbacks that they've only wore once in their entire, for one year in their entire, like, 100-plus year history of their franchise. And uh, also, the Vikings are really bad. So Oof. just dump Kirk Cousins, all right? It's money wasted. We knew it was money wasted as soon as you ink the deal. 27 to 36 for 233 yards, and that's it, okay? You have too good of a defense. And what happened with Mitch Trubisky? Uh, hurt his shoulder. Really? Was it, yeah, it was a left shoulder. Interesting. And I guess last year he had a right sh- shoulder injury. Yeah, 2 of 3 for 9 yards, and then Chase Daniel navied them to a win. 22 of 30 with 195 yards and a touchdown. I completely forgot about the... The thing I was ready to just feast on Kirk Cousins because yeah, that's a waste. You look at the offense and the defense too. The defense is ridiculous, man. Like, how much longer do you expect these guys to stay in their prime, performing at a high level like this? Like, it's Anthony Barr, Everson Griffin, Mike Hughes, Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris, Trey Waynes, Daniel Hunter, Xavier Rhodes, Eric Kendricks. Like, what are you doing? You are just wasting these guys prime years on their defense you have a championship level defense and then you and and the talent on offense too between Thielen and Diggs and uh who's the running back Cook they had Latavius Murray I don't know if they still have him I don't think they have him anymore he's on the Saints but that's where I'm saying so they they just they have they have depth of the position Kyle Rudolph is a capable tight end and you're just wasting it with Kirk Cousins I don't like this so all right moving along uh hashtag Gardner because uh, I, I mean, that's just 100%, dude. This guy's this guy is just swagadelic. 19 yeah, at thir- 33 for 213 yards, two touchdowns. All right. Joe Flacco had us fooled, too. 22 at 38, 303 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. But uh, at the end of the day, woo, man, the Jacksonville Jaguars, we, I mean, despite everything that's going on in that franchise, like we forget this, this same, this the duality of the NFL, right? We are completely... Uh, forgetting about what's happening with Jalen Ramsey, and we're just like, wow, Garner, Garner, Garner on Sundays. But then during the week, we're going to turn around mm-hmm. and just be like, what's happening with Jalen Ramsey, completely forgetting about Garner until Sunday. So what do you think about this rookie quarterback? He's tough. He's tough. tough. He handles everything really well that's thrown at him. He got on that final drive he took, I don't know if it was a hit to the shin, but he was limping around, and he just stuck, hung in the pocket, and he was consistently making plays. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so different than what we've seen from Jacksonville quarterbacks. 
It, well, it, as a fifth round pick, I feel like the 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 image that we have burned in our heads of Jacksonville quarterbacks is just Blake Bortles, and that's kind of unfair. But you know, it's like, uh, uh, I mean, unless you want to go mean, back on, to the days of David Garrard and uh, who was the other one, Byron Leftwich. Yeah, Leftwich, oh, Garrard. Yeah, but I mean, it was mostly Bortles, Bortles, uh, and um, God, who was the other guy that they used? Uh, was it? Uh, it wasn't Kessler, was it? He no. was in Cleveland. They had somebody else that they. It was a third round pick, and I think he was from Stanford that they were using. And I was just like, God, this is awful. Yeah, you have a great. Was, oh, Henny, Chad Henny, wasn't he? Yeah, there? Chad Henny was a guy they were using. Yeah, and then yeah. there was one other guy. Well, he was from Michigan, so. But okay, I got you. Yeah, there was a co- couple quarterback experiments there in Jacksonville that were just like, ugh. And then they, then they settled with Blake Bortles. That was the best part about that, thinking that they had it settled with, with Bortles. All right, moving along to this last game of the week. Hashtag who dat. Uh, the Saints holding on for a 12 to 10 win over the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, Dak Prescott, 22 of 33, 223 yards and an interception. Teddy Bridgewater, 23 of 30 for 193 yards and an interception. Just a very, very sloppy week of quarterback play overall. This was no exception with Sunday Night Football. So uh, what were your takeaways on this game? I was excited heading in, and then after about two drives, I was like, okay, I've got other things I need to do. So I kept going back and forth between the yeah, game. And, yeah, it was just – I feel like I'm so happy for Teddy. He's like – I treat him like he's an extended family member, but also <laughs> I don't like watching him play stylistically. I needed a big game from Amari Cooper, and I did not get it. Ugh. So that one hurt because I was getting my ass whooped in fantasy football this week, and I went into this optimistic. I was like, all right, we're going to see if the Cowboys are for real. I'm actually going to put some faith in the Cowboys. And sure enough, here the New Orleans Saints are just hanging around, waiting on Drew Brees to come back and take him to the promised land. So something about these Saints, man. I don't, I don't know. But all right, so oh, we, the uh, positive news, Brees said he was able to grip a football. Okay, so speed it up. He's still four yeah. weeks away. He won't be back for another month. I guarantee it. You can't. I'm just. Let's take a look at the Saints' schedule real quick here. Gonna beat the timetable. So the Saints coming up here have the Bucks, the Jags, the Bears, the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Niners, the Colts, the Titans, and the Panthers. They don't have that tough of a schedule. If I'm Drew Brees, I'm probably trying to come back for the Bears game. But a good marker would be the Cardinals game because you come back, you ease into it, you can yeah. carve that defense to pieces. And, you know, even if the team drops these next three games and you go three and four, you come back and the team's three and four, uh, you're in good shape, yeah, right? Because they they've won, they've now won two games without you. It actually doesn't look like they're going to be, they're, that they're, that they're going to struggle. And they beat two very capable teams. So mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be okay against the Bucks, but who knows? Shit happens. But I think that Cardinals game would be an appropriate time for Drew Brees to give himself enough time to come back. And it lets Teddy get himself out there, get acclimated. And shit won't totally hit the fan, completely come unraveled. We've seen that. All right, previewing the Monday night game tomorrow, somebody's O has got to go. The Cincinnati Bengals travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. I'm excited, man. I really am. I'm very optimistic about this. And like I said earlier, this is a game where whoever wins this game slides into a very comfortable second place in the AFC North, uh, one game behind both the the Ravens and the Browns. So, What's your stress level? My stress level? Or do you feel pretty I don't, good? I don't have a stress level yet. My stress level won't rise up until kickoff. That's 100%. So I'll probably take a shot then. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't have a stress level right now. It was just nice, like I said, to enjoy this football Sunday where your team doesn't lose. So I was I was enjoying it. Um, but I just want to see more of the playbook opened up for the for the kid. That's all. I really I, I feel like this defense will be fine with the pieces they've added. And as it goes along, it'll gel more. And 
Minka will probably step up as a leader because that's just the type of player he is, and that's what I've heard coming out of Miami was that Minka was that type of player. And so I'm just you need to you need to show a little bit more faith in Rudolph if he's going to be the future of the franchise. All right, let him play around with his playbook and see what he can do. But and then the running game also needs to to improve there. James Conner, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell, Jr. They all need to step up and and help out because you got a decent decent offensive line there. So. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. Uh, I don't think I, – I mean, if Andy Dalton goes up there and carves up the defense and hats off to Andy Dalton, but I think we know what Andy Dalton is. So, And is A.J. Green healthy, 100% mm. to go? Yeah, no, so he's out. We'll see what happens there. I mean, there's really no excuse to not beat the Bengals. Yeah, so. I mean, the pressure is on the Steelers. Pretty much. Is. But, you know, at the same time, also winless. So, you know, there's just pressure enough to win, as is. Get it done. All right, so uh, now that we've recovered or we've covered all the scores, we're gonna dive in a little bit deeper with uh, Mateo's fantasy football forecast. All right, Mateo. So we know the deal by now because we're in week four of the swing. First down is studs. Second down duds. Third down is w- injuries, and the fourth down is the waiver wire. We know this, but I almost just got that order mixed up and kabobbled right there. <laughs> So take it away. First down. Who are the fantasy studs from this week? I just lumped the Rams and Bucks game together. There were so many guys on the Rams side. Goff, he had 500 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. But I mean, if you do, do you have any leagues where you don't get penalized for interceptions? Uh, no, you get penalized for interceptions. Yeah, I play in a couple leagues where there's no penalties wow. for it. I know it's the wild west of fantasy, isn't wow. it? So, so Goff is yeah. You just you... without rule or without law, there is no order. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is that? So Goff is probably. A, 50 55 point week oh or something my crazy God. yeah so i mean the 68 attempts god it's just it, it's cartoon numbers yeah it's, i mean it, everybody says it's video game numbers but no, god, no, it's, it's ridiculous. 500 yeah. yards and we don't really bat an eye at it's it straight up edit a player and then go play on easy mode that's what that's what he's doing out there right now and then you know it's crazy his receiver so woods 13 of 15 164 yards we finally got that robert woods blow up that game. was another one where i feel bad because i I've been the fantasy football consultant for some people like i told them i leave robert woods on the bench I don't know about this. I don't know about this game. I think there's something here with the Bucks, and there was with the Bucks, but Robert Woods still had a good game. So. And Cooper Cup, nine of fifteen. Cooper uh, Cup, 121 yards, one TD. I mean, looks like he's a guy that's going right into being their receiver one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the Bucks side, Winston had 385 yards, four touchdowns, and one pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you trust him? Would you trust him as your quarterback? I still don't. No. I got it. The pick that he had, the pick six was just terrible. He That's, still does stupid shit. I mean, enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. If you're gonna, if you're gonna roll the dice with him as your quarterback, you might as well enjoy this right now. But I don't, I don't think long, longevity-wise, I don't think that's a smart play. And I mean, and then Godwin is establishing himself. Him and Evans might be the number one and two best receivers in this league as a combo. Mm. I mean, twelve. Of, he had twelve catches, 172 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. I mean, after last week, Evans had three touchdowns. Evans I still cannot, scored this week. I cannot argue that right now for for week four. As of week four, you have a point, but we'll see if that's the case moving forward. Next time. week, it's going to be like, it's Juju and James Washington. No way. No <laughs> way. That's just depending on what they do tomorrow. If uh, they go off tomorrow night, then yes. That is factually correct. And then moving away from those uh, from that game, uh, I'll just stick with the running backs. Nick Chubb, 165 yards, three touchdowns. I believe he had an 80-yard something. He did. Yeah, he turned on the burners. He turned on the burners. the Ravens defense. And, yep. and then Leonard Fournette coming back from the dead, 225 um, yards. The Jags need that. They need Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Yep, they need. And Gardner needs Leonard Fournette really yeah, bad. Yeah, really bad. And so, yeah, it was nice to see him show that, hey, you know, I used to be a, what is a top five pick. Yep, yep. Yeah. They did. They drafted me pretty high for a reason. Mm-hmm. This is why. And, I mean, he was a value. Most drafts I saw, he was going third round. 100%. Yep. 
Ooh. Any more studs? Nope. All right. Second down, the fantasy duds of week four. And just like I did with the Rams and Bucks game, instead of one game, I just lumped all the... There was a bunch of receivers that were duds this week. Oh, God. It was the worst. But I mean, part of that's got to be on quarterback play, right? Yeah. Okay. I think you have to blame. So here's the receiver graveyard. Let's list him off. Yep. Uh, let's see. We've got DeAndre Hopkins. He, had, he was targeted eight times, only had five catches for 41 yards. Ew. OBJ, two catches. And he was also choked almost to death. For, yep. And he had 20 yards. Yep, he choked literally and figuratively on the field. Yep. Uh, Julio Jones, he had four catches for 52 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen came back to earth, five catches for, what was it, 48 yards? Oh, and no. Thielen got destroyed by Cousins, two uh, ca yeah. two catches for six yards. That's but that's but that's what I'm saying. Thielen is a product of being wasted by Kirk Cousins. So and I expect this from Adam Thielen at this point. Like you, at least you got paid because right now you're not going to put up the numbers because of your quarterback. That's unfortunate. Like, it's, it's really alarming that they've gone run heavy because he's gone. He had five targets last week. I don't want to say the week before he had six targets. So he's dude, a guy that you may have to actually consider those, better options. Some of those stat lines are just one. They're straight up anemic. That is so gross. That these guys, these are wide, number one wide receivers for a reason, right? They get drafted high in fantasy. They're very coveted after on their on their own franchises. And then, I mean, you know, some of these teams, you know, they're kind of due for a bad game. But then you get some where it's just, you know, you have somebody like Thielen who he's at the mercy of, you know, Kirk Cousins. And I don't think it's necessarily fair to, to expect these guys to elevate a quarterback necessarily. I mean, we've seen Julio Jones do it with Matt Ryan time after time after time again. But, like, realistically, I, am I supposed to go out there and expect uh, Thielen to go do that? Or who's who's another wide receiver that was on that, that dud list again? Uh, like, Hopkins. Right. Like, oh, well, okay, Deshaun Watson's a much better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So I was going to say, you, you could have fed me a better name. There, there really isn't. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean I, everybody else on that list, it's either, like, OBJ, he, he went against Humphreys, and they were shadowing him. Like, yeah. He has, like, legit reason. So really Keenan is... Allen had a great matchup, and, you know, it's like maybe uh, Philip went other places with it, too, I mean, with the ball. So, yeah, as much as it's I tried... It's more so Thielen, then. I really just tried to... <laughs> I really tried to be a little bit more liberal and spread around the hate, but really, it's just Kirk Cousins. Like, you just... You suck, man. All right, pick, pick your shit up. All right. We are uh, third down. Injuries. Fantasy injuries. What should we be looking out for? Josh Allen, concussion. Yeah, that's unfortunate. He did take that big, big blow to the head. Like I said, I didn't think it was dirty at first, but then once they slowed it down in slow motion, I thought for sure it was shoulder pad to helmet, but he did get a little bit of... A little bit too much helmet. He's a guy I felt good running out as a streamer every week, and then if now with the concussion and he doesn't seem like he's rushing now, I'm kind of like, uh, and he's not. Yeah. Josh Allen would have seemed like the ideal quarterback for a two quarterback league, mm -hmm. just because like you would have gotten the, the 150 passing yards, but you've also would have gotten that clutch like 125 rushing yards yeah. too. Yeah. And the other one is Mitch Trubisky. Oh, and, yeah. And I'm sure there's back and forth of depending on where you are on on it. Either you feel that Chase Daniel is going to boost Allen Robinson and Taylor Gabriel and all the weapons, or you feel that Trubisky's going to get out of this one. Unfortunate, man, because it's just like I don't understand why they why they reached so high on Trubisky to begin with. That draft pick never made sense to me uh, from the start. God, it's, uh, he looks know. it's it's he looks so good against Stanford. I think at his age, playing in the the type of offense that he was in, he we, had all the traits that you thought in a starting quarterback. Really, though, looking back on it, we, I mean, what's a crazier pick? Mitch Trubisky going number two overall to the Bears after one solid year at North Carolina or Daniel Jones going number six to the Giants after three kind of what kind of years at Duke, you know? Like, well, probably Jones because of the body of tape, but 
Jones had a lot of help because one, he was with, he was in Eli Manning's passing camp, so there's trust there. And then his coach with Duke nah, has so much. You know it too. You know. Well, it. I mean, but it, it, there's a lot of trust because they've produced a lot of passers out of the yeah. camp. They invite the right people, and then the Duke coach is just respected around the league as a guy that knows quarterbacks. I, that's so yeah, he has that crutch. All right, whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just dismiss that. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Any more injuries that we should be looking out for? No. Did it, anything else you saw? Because I did, I was going through. I didn't see relatively anything. safe yeah. week. Yeah, I didn't see anybody that got hurt. So that's nice because it's always rough when you see guys like the. I don't mind seeing guys get banged up, but it's the because that's a part of the game. But the, it's the uh, season-ending injuries that you're just like, ooh, that sucks. Hate to see that. That's awful. It's the worst. All right, fourth down. Who should we be looking to pick up on the waiver wire? This is for everybody out there who, on a week-to-week basis, likes to overreact. I am one of the guys I consult for on his team. I have to remind him that every week. I just said, this is a this is a long-term investment, man. Are you short-term or long-term investment kind of guy? Because we dropped Flacco for Minshew, and then he got upset because Flacco was going off against <laughs> Minshew. And I said, hey, 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 don't worry. And then Minshew slowly started to pick it up, and, and the Jags started to pick it up, and you know, I can't wait to get an earful of that in the office tomorrow, but whatever. Oh, I could not imagine having that as my quarterback options. Right. Well, that's he's in a two-quarterback league, so okay. it's a set. His first one's Russell Wilson, which is fine. And then the second quarterback was just like, what do we what do we do here? Who's going to who's gonna help co-pilot? But anyway, waivers, who? Uh, start with Winston. If he's out there, I like him against the Saints. Uh, Frank Gore, 109 yards. Uh, for three I've, yards at a time, I've, baby. I've got the big. I've got a soft spot. All Niner fans soft soft spot for Frank Gore. So if Singletary's still out with the hamstring injury, he might be worth a grab. Ronald Jones showed some life, 82 yards and a touchdown. Hey, it's a running back. Bunch of running backs on the waiver wire. There's, I mean, not much. I mean, I, I, I scooped Jordan Howard, so Jordan Howard might still be out there. It's slim pickings. Yeah, You're just it really pick, is. You really are just kind of um, stuck with, with whatever's left. I love A.J. Brown, two touchdowns. He's their second-round pick. I mean, Corey Davis, he had a touchdown today, but it, it, I, I hate chasing Corey Davis points at this at this time of the year. I've done it for the last two years. Uh, I saw Will Fuller dropped in a lot of leagues. He didn't have a big game today, but his schedule gets really soft. And okay. uh, homer alert, Tevin Coleman, Jalen Hurd, I love them as Niners. Nice. Tevin Coleman, Jalen Hurd. Yeah. Will Fuller's an interesting one for me because I'm just never 100% sure with him. Um, I, I feel like Deshaun Watson is like – Will Fuller seems like the type of guy – the connection he has with Deshaun Watson is three catches, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Or, you know, I feel like he gets like seven catches for like 33 yards. Like, that's that's it. I mean, it's peaks and valleys, but I'm, I'm chasing the air yards. He's, he was top 15 going in. He missed him for a 70-yard touchdown. And then he has, I believe, Atlanta. He has Kansas City. And he has one other secondary that's really bad. So that might be worth chasing as a flex spot. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Tim could not be reached, so we go to the cache of stats that he has left us. And oops, just dropped my phone. The cache of stats that he has left us, and I believe we have not uh, covered this one in the spirit of the MLB postseason right around the corner. Pete Rose is the only player to play more than 500 games at five different positions. He played 939 at first base, 628 at second base, 634 at third base. 671 in left field and 595 in right field. So Pete Rose, sheesh. Did you ever hear that Dan Levitard interview with uh with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus 
about yes, whole, about yeah, Old Town yeah, Road. Yeah, he really loves Pete Rose. Oh, man, God. does Billy Ray Cyrus a... love him some Pete Rose, man. Oh, you got to look that up. So after you listen to this podcast, go search South Beach Sessions and look up the Dan Levitard interview with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. It is hilarious. It's about 14 weeks into when the Old Town Road remix was on the number one chart, and he just he he associates the number 14 with Pete Rose, and there is no convincing him otherwise that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. He totally sounds and like a Kobe, like he, LeBron, oh like that type God. of stand for how much he, he loves Pete Rose. Standing for <laughs> Pete Rose. Oh my goodness, it was absolutely ridiculous. But all right. So, yes, that is the stat of the day. Thank you to Tim Brown for, for backlogging us with the, uh, with the stats there so we could just pull that one out of our ass on a moment's notice. All right, now it's time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Uh, let's keep the football thing going, Mateo. And uh, Melvin Gordon. So uh, I think I'm gonna I'm ready to slap him with a giant L because uh, he dressed but he did not play. No, I I think it's a win for him. You think it's a win? Yeah, he just saves more more on his body. Really? And he got a game check. That is true. He does get the game check, but I mean, it's just it looked bad. I don't know. Optically, it looked. I mean, I knew that I knew that Anthony Lynn said that he probably wasn't gonna play, but. In that case, I mean, why even bother dressing? He right. still would have gotten paid if he didn't, if he didn't dress, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, yeah, definitely. It was, it was a slippery slope for them All though, because right. well, they, they, they lost Justin Jackson during the week. The money just so changed my mind. You, you just changed my mind. So yes, it's Cream. a win because yeah, cash rules. So because he got a game check, that's actually a win for Melvin Gordon. But uh, also, like, I uh, hope you enjoyed watching the game, the entire game. Do you and, feel like that? Uh, and cheerleader. Should they? Should they go with – I mean, with Eckler today, had another touchdown. He had probably five catches. Do you think that the Eckler should be the starting running back over well, him? Well, you guys definitely got to use him because that's an expensive-ass cheerleader that you guys <laughs> over there on the sideline, right? So, yeah, I would definitely make sure you incorporate Melvin Gordon into, into the uh, offense a little bit more. But Eckler, Eckler, I would give him if, – if Gordon's so concerned about that, then I would give Eckler more touches and then see if, if Gordon complains about it and then just be like, well, look. You complained about the touches. Really, really let him. If you're the franchise, if you're the Chargers franchise, you can really manipulate this situation by by playing Eckler more, even though Gordon has come back, and using him in select situations. Um, granted, this is not that the coaching staff is going to be this manipulative, but I'm saying from a front office standpoint, you look at it as from you cut Gordon's touches, you give more to Eckler, and then you kind of look at it as like, well, we can give more to Eckler because see, we're getting more production from him, and then you've kind of conundrumed uh melvin gordon because he doesn't want to be used that much but he still wants to get paid you know it's just i'm surprised they just haven't tried to deal him now maybe yeah. now that he's back they can it's tough they can man openly... because he's been it's, he's spent four years at wisconsin getting the, the piss beaten mm-hmm. out of him in the big 10 with the way they play offense out there and then now what he's been doing with the chargers with for virtually no money you know it's unfortunate for running backs but that's just the way it is you know they're stuck between a rock and a hard spot mm-hmm. there with their contracts so all right moving along it was Bruce Bochy's final game today as Giants manager, and uh, hits you right in the feels. Hits you in the feels, man. Uh, I, I started feeling it this morning. I was where like, what? I was I mean, really you sad. know, <laughs> favorite Boch memory, probably any one of those World Series. Mm-hmm. You know, easily uh, seeing all the old players come back. You know, I did. I had my. I was. I was watching Red Zone, but I also had my laptop open to the uh, to the Giants game there to see the ceremony and stuff like that. And then uh, I saw it at the at the brewery that I was at later in the day. 
but um, yeah, it's it's like, what now? It it just felt. I, I wanted to say what now, but also I kind of want to appreciate the moment too. That's true. Just because it it seems like as long as baseball is, it went really quick at the, the final month. Also, it, it didn't help. They were playing bad, so I'd go in and out of games. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I wanted to appreciate it more, but the 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 type of baseball that they were playing was just god awful. Mm-hmm. And I mean. You don't want to jump to what now or you know what's next um, right away, but that's the reality of the it's, situation. It is part of sports, know? so it's unfortunate. Like I appreciate everything that he did, but let's be honest. You know, the past couple of years, it was kind of. I would have. I wouldn't have put it this way. I wouldn't have mind if he had went out on top after after sixteen. After sixteen, when they got bounced out of the playoffs or the wild card game. Um, I think that's what happened, right? They or yeah, they, they, they were in the, the one they lost to the Cubs. They were in the yeah, divisional 16. series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They made it to the DS. If he had if he had hung it up after that year, I wouldn't have been mad at him. I'd have been, hey, that's it. That's the end of the run. Then that would have signified blowing it up. But instead, they kind of tugged us along here for the past three years. And it's just, I, you know, hey, if you love something, let it go, set it free, you know. And that's how I feel about Boach. And if if he goes and he chooses to manage with the uh, the Padres, uh, that'll look kind of funny there. But um, I, I I thank him for his service here in the uh, in in San Francisco. I saw your tweet earlier today about it about one and fired in '09. Yeah, I remember yeah. bumping into somebody and I I just I did not like Bochy. I thought he was too old school. I don't think he and his, sometimes his in game decisions drive me nuts. Sometimes the way he does things with lineups. But you know what? The way the players buy in, the players believed. I mean, for his for him to have the belief in Renteria throughout that 2010 season and to keep pl- putting him out there. I mean, he hit the game winning home run for them. Yeah. Um, so. But if if they're probably, I, I I have no problem if Bochi really wants to go to another team. If he takes a year off and he goes to another team, it's not going to bother me because he went out on his own terms. And Farhan, he gave Farhan a nice reason or a nice easy way to transition into it. I mean, it would have been difficult for Farhan who, to switch. Now the question is, who do we? Even, is there even rumors on who they're looking into? To, oh to bring God, him? it was the old age coach who's a bench coach for the Dodgers. I'm blanking on his Bob name. Melvin. Yes. Really? Yeah, that was the first name that's come out wow. there. Um, okay. Dave Roberts is another one if they get doinked out early. Interesting. Um, so there's going to be We're a lot of poach him from the Dodgers. I mean, he'll probably get fired if, if they get knocked out early. Wow. Okay. I mean, Dave Roberts has been linked to the job. You got to imagine they're just going to go younger, probably younger ex-player, someone yeah. that can that the front office can uh, kind of I don't want to say Buster manipulate. Posey. No. <laughs> I mean, Vote was the guy that I've I've seen Kruger and a couple of people go that if if Vote wasn't swinging the bat so well, he would be one guy that would fit in. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I really don't know what's out there on the landscape. I was I was all for Joe Madden at the start of the year because he's getting fired from the Cubs. I've always thought he's a good fit, but uh, I don't know if he's a little past his prime at this point. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I know. I, uh, I'm just um, I'm I'm still stuck on the thought of like wow. Bruce Bochy's not going to be in a – we're not going to have Boch in the deck. That's going to be weird. It's just, oh, man. And then the names that were thrown out there, I'm just like, okay. I guess I could see it, but I'm just – I don't know. Thank God we got a long offseason. It was – the one thing the Giants do so well, and I don't think any barrier team matches, is just the way that they do presentations and the royalty that they can put uh, out there. Oh, the whole forever giant uh, thing, yeah. I mean, for Will, for they to put Willie Mays there, to have Barry Bonds, and him ripping Dave Roberts' Dodger hat and throwing it was yeah. was fantastic. And then icing on the cake, Lynn to come, making his first appearance. and they, probably, know to, they know how to put on a yeah, show, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. They know how to put on a show. All right, next up uh, – a wedding happened at the Bills Patriots game. Uh, Mateo, uh, winner, winner, or loser for this, uh, these football weddings. Uh, I guess l- loser because nobody went through a table. That's a bullshit. Couple, 
the couple met, uh, had their first date, uh, apparently, like, 10 years ago, in 2009, at a Bills game. That was their first date that they went on, and then they ended up having 10 years of dating. Jesus Christ, what'd you guys meet when you're, like, 18, <laughs> 16? Like, what, what is that, you know? Like, so, the Bills game, uh, and then 10 years later, they get married at midfield. And I thought what was cool, so you're going to say loser, but I'm going to say winner for this. Diana Rossini tweeted out a photo mm. And it didn't look like a single person in Buffalo got up during half during the halftime ceremony. Oh, that's sweet. They sat there and waited while the while the couple said that's their nuptials, did the ceremony, and then people got up. So Bill's Mafia is awesome. It's it, a great, Bill's Mafia yeah. is awesome because that is the same that's fan base cool. that will jump through a table, mm. throw dildos on the field, and then they'll also turn around and cheer on your wedding. You know, Philly. I heard stories of uh, Allison Turner from the Dan Levitard show. She tweeted out a couple of things about a time that she saw. A wedding try and happen at a at an Eagles game and people booed the entire <laughs> entire thing, the entire thing. That's from, brutal. From the moment the bride stepped out on the field to the moment they left, I they mean, booed the entire thing in Philadelphia. You love sports. I love sports. Would you be able to? Inc- I, I could not see it. Like maybe I'd have like a maybe like a Niners pin or something or a tie or maybe socks, something very minimal. But I couldn't imagine getting married at a game. I couldn't imagine proposing at a 100%. game. A hundred percent. Like if I had tasteful like the size earrings that I have right now. Like mm-hmm. if I could get like little Steeler logos of those. Like I'd probably have them in on my wedding day. But other than that, like I don't think I could. I'm not doing it at a right. stadium. Yeah, like I know that. you love sports, and that's I, so. Oh, yeah, right. yeah no, yeah, I love yeah, sports just, just as much, if not more, than mm-hmm. the average person. But that is just so. Look at me, like that. Yeah, no, I just you. couldn't do that. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't need it. All right. So next up on the winners losers list, we have uh, Kawhi Leonard was booed at the Rams game. Oof. So not a real, not a real good way to welcome your star, LA. I just want to say that you are booing quite possibly the best player in basketball. And I know people want to hold on to this idea that LeBron James is, but facts is facts. All right, Kawhi has busted down two dynasties. Um, he's now moving on to his third team that looks poised for a championship. Again, on paper, I'm not giving up on the dubs, but I'm just saying on paper the Clippers are a force to be reckoned with. They don't have Jordan Poole. Oof, I would still – yeah, that's true. They don't have Jordan Poole. But I, I'm looking at the Clippers roster versus the Lakers roster. I'm just saying, if I'm an L.A. fan, I would rather have that Clippers roster. So be careful who you boo, because last time I checked, Kawhi is only there for two years. And you fuckers will be switching jerseys anyway. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So I have, yeah. I mean, that's just um, L.A. being L.A., though. Mm-hmm. So booing, that's a, that's a no. All right. And then we've already covered this, but briefly, let's just uh, cover it again. Odell Beckham got choked. I don't know if he got spit in his mouth, if he's into that sort of stuff. But, uh. <laughs> He definitely got choked. What what happened, Mateo? Can I get a little bit more context? I honestly really I just saw him on the ground and then I saw there was like a dispute. I saw a video get tweeted out. Yeah, that was him. Right. That was him getting that there was just a quick little three second like gif almost of him just just getting a couple pumps of the arm. Yeah, it was um, him and Humphrey, right? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He probably said something stupid. Or maybe he's getting his watch took. Because, you know. Oh, what a valiant effort by Dak Prescott, man. Just looking at this last play of Sunday Night Football. Nice try. Well, there goes your contract. Jerry Jones is actually – Jerry Jones watching that loss, actually licking his chops because he's like, I don't have to pay him as much now. Like, let's get a deal done now. And how many nose piercings does Zeke Elliott have? Damn, I didn't even know he had nose piercings. Jesus Christ. This dude's starting to look like Xerxes from 300. All right. Zeke. Yeah. Zeke. Last two right here in the winners-losers list. We have the NHL season starting on Wednesday, so we'll get a preview from one of our hockey correspondents, or at least we'll try. Uh, Again, i got to be completely honest, 100% transparency. Don't care much about hockey during the regular season. 
Uh, postseason hockey, I'm all about. I'm 100% with that vibe. There's nothing quite like postseason hockey. Um, I mean, but just postseason sports in general, right? But uh, it'll be cool to see hockey highlights on Sports Center. I'll probably watch a couple games early on in the season just to get familiarized with, you know, the new new movement in the league. And then, uh, and then like I said, then I'll go through the stretch where I just disregard it completely and I look to our hockey guys to fill me in. So 100%. You excited for the hockey season? I'm going to try. I do. Every year I'm like, I'm going to try the fall of the Sharks. Bet. More games there to bet. There you go. Yep. I'm yep. just. I always say I'm gonna try to follow the sharks. I'm gonna look at their depth chart and figure it out and see what any of this means. And you know what? I have a sharks hat this year, so I'll wear it once a week. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my effort right there. That is my. That is my. And then, when, and then yeah. And then when somebody comes up to me like, "Oh, you're a sharks fan," I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm a sharks 100%, fan." Hundred percent. Yeah. Totally in. Jonathan Chichu. Yeah, yeah. Love the tank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then last up on the winners losers list, the NBA preseason starts. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, I saw that they were playing the Rockets were playing, were playing in China. The NBA is back. We've waited months. What's the first Warrior game? And the NFL, while the NFL is great, again, only get that once a week. Uh, you know, at least the, your team. I know you get multiple games a week, but you only get your team specifically once a week. So to know that there's going to be basketball to where I can see my favorite team multiple times a week again. Uh, more sports. Give me, give me, give me. All right. We have passed. That, that lull in the middle of the summer where it was like food competitions and baseball and all-star games and all these different, you know, one-off tournaments and, and, and such and all these gimmick stuff. Now we're back in the full swing and sports is coming back to us and it's amazing because we're going to be in the swing here with, with postseason baseball. The NFL season is just hitting, hitting, like, you know, starting to hit second, third gear, whatever you want to say, uh, second gear, I guess. And then you've got the NBA and NHL seasons getting going. So I am just – its we're about to have so much fun with uh, with the sports starting up. And the Warriors open up next Saturday, 5 p.m. on TNT. Lakers, Chase Center. Ooh, I mean, I'll watch just to see what the center yeah. looks like, even though the game won't mean dick. But, you know, it's whatever. And then I, th I believe by the end of October, that's when games will start to matter. We'll have started the season. Uh, I believe the season starts October 26th. It says the Warriors are the 24th. Ooh, Clippers. okay. That was close. Okay, so October. So probably October 23rd, somewhere around there, because I don't think the Warriors are the first game of the year. So, all right. We are getting close. All right. It's time for uh, the pop culture update as we wrap up this episode. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Um, one of my favorite memes that I've just recently discovered, um, I made sure to screenshot it so I never lose it again, is a meme of Cardi B, and it says, Cardi B makes music for people who think that raising their voice means that they're winning an argument. <laughs> and I just, I just think it's a pretty, pretty accurate uh, encapsulation of that. That yeah. what is what type of music? Oh, one hundred percent, raising your voice. Yeah. So, uh, that that one, just that meme. I'll throw it there for the pop culture update. Uh, do you see anything else, uh, Mateo? Uh, SNL starting back up, but the only reason I'm excited is because Eddie Murphy's going to host December 21st. Eddie Murphy, huh, on SNL. Yeah, All so right. that's going to be awesome. Also, SNL in the news, I don't know if you see uh, my Rudolph making headlines for her impersonation of Kamala Harris. 
Oh, what was the so the they originally they had the headline this morning. It was SNL fans are shipping about Maya Rudolph, and I was like, okay, what does the term shipping mean? And then they changed it to loving. So I was like, is it an air or is shipping a term of like endearment now? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you like the impression? Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but just given what I've seen, uh, even Kamala liked it. So it's got to be pretty good. I think Maya Rudolph's best skit of all time. And I work with uh, with a guy Eloy who can who can do it verbatim. Her skit where she uh, she does the uh, national anthem, where she sings Maya Rudolph sings the national anthem as like some character that won a contest to sing the national anthem for a game. It is uh, that that video is hilarious of Maya Rudolph and his impersonation is spot on too. So uh, credit Eloy for that. But yeah, her just Google search Maya Rudolph national anthem. That's a good one. It okay. is. I'll have to look that one up. It's 100% absolutely ridiculous. So, all right. Uh, I'm seeing here. Ooh, Kanye West uh, catching some slack because I guess Kim Kardashian said that uh, he was going to be releasing some music and he hasn't yet. So, I mean, are, are we honestly surprised with this guy? Like, I just expected just the like middle of the night get dropped at like 3 a.m. and they're like, oh, there's an album. Yeah. I don't know. What to, I don't. I haven't listened to Kanye's music in a while. So, but I mean, I know. I know that it still turns, it still turns head or turns heads for people. So, did you co- did you cover the Super Bowl halftime performers on the Wednesday show? Did that? No. Uh, J Lo and uh and uh, Shakira. No, but yeah, congrats to J Lo and Shakira. That's uh, and then Pitbull whining about <laughs> trying to get in there. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and then they kind of kept it open. They said they can add people to it. Yeah. So. But that's the thing is you probably will because J-Lo mm-hmm. doesn't have very many songs by herself. Like, at least Shakira can carry a couple songs by herself. J-Lo's, you got to go feature heavy because that's how she does her music, you know? So, all right. And then uh, last up here, I have The Irishman. It's already being hailed by critics. Uh, they love it. So I can't wait for it to actually oh, hit Netflix. Awesome. Um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this. This is a star-studded cast. Dude, and it's going it's gonna to be hell of back. <laughs> just to see and, Pesci. And just to... Uh, Tantalize your tan. My paint, my pen just exploded. Jesus, literally uh, and figuratively talking about this fired movie. Fired up about the oh Irishman. My God. Uh, and then also just to tantalize your taint there, uh, we are officially less than one week away from the Peaky Fucking Blinders reveal on Netflix. All right, uh, Mateo. I don't know if you heard last episode, but uh, one Tim Brown has made the pledge to uh, fuck to uh, watch. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, last time I checked, he mm. was uh, he was two episodes in. I have not seen or I have not heard any updates from him. Although I told him to text me with if he had any questions because I'd be more than willing to answer <laughs> the questions. You know, you know how I, how I am. That could be like the cohorts, like book club, is we watch Netflix shows together it's and then we get the, together and talk the, about the them. Netflix, yeah, book club, yeah. But you, or, yeah. so we'll have to see there. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I I, I last night I stumbled across. A trailer like I didn't I didn't realize that they um, I mean they put out a trailer every year for it you know but I didn't realize that they had released it so I watched it and I felt like oh there goes the pen again I felt like I had seen for for a minute long trailer the amount of stuff that they slammed in there I feel I honestly feel it was like a minute and a half to become if we're being completely honest mm-hmm. but just the amount of the amount of stuff that was in that trailer I was like wow like this they like, this is going to be a crazy-ass season. I feel like I've seen most of it already, but I had no context on it, so I'm excited for it. But, all right, so uh, I think that'll do it for us, unless you have anything more to add for this segment. 
the only other thing that I, I really like it you don't care about it but it's fox's smackdown wrestling is going to end up on fox yeah i already tweeted about this i love that joe buck has to do promos on thursday night ah, football yes. nothing makes me happier because you can tell he just does not want anything to do with wrestling he has to be like well Friday nights are back with SmackDown, and The Undertaker's going to be there. And, God, this is where my career is. I wish yeah. I was doing baseball. Right. Well, soon and, enough. Soon enough. And, yeah, he'll be doing the playoffs enough to do SmackDown promos. So I got a lot of joy out of that. And uh, I'm looking forward to the person at the end of the year that it puts uh, together all of his WWE promos. Cross-promotion, baby. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it for us. We'll be back on Wednesday. Well, I'll be back on Wednesday. Mateo will be off doing whatever Mateo does on Wednesdays. Um, and then we'll see you again on next Sunday, yep. a week from now. Thank you very much, sir. Yep, thank you, Jeff. Do you have any parting shots or anything that you want to get off your chest? No, I just wish you luck tomorrow. Oh, dude, my May the odds be in your favor. I need it, man. Yeah. My sanity you just need, needs you really, it. So yeah. I'm not, like I said, I'm not hitting the panic button just yet, but we'll, you know, I just know that this is a, it's going to be a good game. I, and it's, it's going to be on national TV. It'll be good to reassert ourselves. And hopefully you'll have an, a group of supportive Steeler fans with you. Hell yeah. Am I going to see you down there or no? I'm debating. I might come down and have a drink, actually. Okay, I get yeah. off at 6.30, so okay. I may ro- roll down. I'm going to be there at 5.30, so, you yeah. Know, or whenever the kickoff yeah, is. Yeah, so I just may come five, straight so. from work and just kind of hang out, have a drink, and watch a tiny bit of the game. I actually got a new shirt. So I'll be wearing it while I'm down there. So I'm pumped. You know, get some good juju with it. You know. Um, all right. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Bye. Until next time. Peace. in the morning i smoke two joints at night i left you alone for the healing since i never gave you life i walked and built good feeling i got diamonds in my eyes but let's be real godzilla in my trunk and afford my prize can you feel the earth oh 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 can you feel the earth oh 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 can you feel the earth What you saying, Godzilla in the trunk? Got my mans in the villa with skunk. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone. Everybody done died her back home. I've been trying to reach you for the longest. Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, can I be on no bullshit? Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you back on like school lunches. I eat beach, you eat ass nigga like num num, that's scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collab for the clout. But I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga. Feel the Oh, 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 oh